With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. This is Alex Hennessy calling to order the executive board of directors meeting on September 21st, 2017 at 107 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we'll start with roll call. William Davis. Here. Rick Atkins. Rick Atkins. Absent. John Carmazan. Here. Christy White. Here. Tony Evans. Hi, baby. Here. Patrick Clark. Patrick Clark. Absent. Jeremy Jennings. Here. Raymond Burke. Here. George Clark. George Clark. Absent. Alex Hennessy. Here. Okay, so we'll start with the approval of the minutes from last meeting, um, our meeting on August 17, 2017. Can I get a motion to approve the minutes uh this is raymond burke uh so i moved that uh, we approved last month's minutes is there a second this is tony evans i move that we uh, i second that we approve those minutes the minutes from meeting um 14 august 17 2017 is officially approved on september 21st 2017 at 109 p.m Eastern Time. Uh, we'll go into the, the membership report. So uh, this is for the month of August. We had 19 new contributing members. Um, they've all been processed. As far as renewing for August, there was 31 potential renewals. Four did not renew. Um, 27 did renew for a percentage of 87%. Um, and just so you guys, September, uh, for September, we're already at 83 or 84%. Um, so that month is just as good as well. Uh, our contributing membership has hit 700. Our associate membership is at 72 for a total membership of 772. Uh, for our financial report, in operating, we have $21,339.56. In our education, we have $19,874.96. In our payroll, we have $5,188.35 for a total of $46,402.87. Uh, we'll get into the committees. Um, any committee, uh, just state the committee and kind of what you're working on. Okay, we can start with the oversight committee. 
Rick's not here, but uh, I, I do know, I, I said on the last couple oversight committee meetings, and it uh, uh, seems like uh, I believe everybody's getting the emails. Um, Alex, has everybody responded to your emails that you needed? No, we have a few that have not responded to the emails. Okay. All right. Either Rick or myself will will get a, get a hold of them then and uh, make sure that they know to to to, to uh, do that. I think we we did put a post in the Facebook for the oversight committee that they needed to make sure they do that. Um, either Rick or myself will send a personal email or text or phone call to those individuals. Just uh, let me know who hasn't, and we'll get that taken care of. But otherwise, I know the committee is getting notified every time you have the expenditures above 500. So uh, that seems to be moving slowly, with the, with the exception of you know just a couple of responses. But we'll get that straightened out. Awesome, thank you, Tony. Uh, membership committee. Uh, again, Rick, Rick is not here. Uh, okay. I, I I did set up a, a call for him a couple times back, and I know uh, we lost a couple members uh, recently. So. Um, hopefully we can get a couple more members in there. I've got to touch base with Josh and uh, Nick and see how they're doing uh, with, with the committee at this point after having lost somebody. But I know uh, they still have four or five guys to man the membership committee. Uh, Christy, we may need to find uh, maybe a couple of temporary uh, volunteers to help out manning the membership um, uh, booth at the convention. So we might need to put that on the list. Okay, I'll put that on the list. Thank you, Tony. Um, the social media or um, public awareness? I'm just going to switch it. Um, we haven't had a meeting um, this month. Jeremy, where are we with um, working with Facebook on the ads? We've been doing really well on them. We had um, really good engagement on the initial launch um, with the videos, the live video that uh, Alex did, and we had we're getting the video in a bunch of in front of a bunch of people that are you know not current members of the UAMCC, but they meet the exact profile of our UAMCC members. And out of out of that group of people, we had six almost six thousand views for three second views. And out of those, almost, I think it was a little over half of them watched the video for more than 10 seconds long. I mean, that, and, and for online, that's, that's great engagement. So we're getting the word out there. We're gonna keep driving, um, you know, traffic to, re to registrations now. We're gonna be retargeting people that watched the video for over 10 seconds. But overall, I mean, for what we're spending, we're getting really good bang for our buck on that. Thanks, Jeremy. Um, Alex, did you see an increase of sales with us constantly running ads? Have we I did. Okay. I did. So we need to make yeah, sure we don't let that stop because we keep on. We need to keep on going to generate more sales. I agree. We need to. We need to keep it going, and if it if it continues to do so well, you know, we just continue running the Facebook ads. Okay. Um, okay. It's all about sales now. Certification committee. I called um, Bill to set up a meeting so we can talk about a few things. I know he's working on the affidavit part of it for um, employees getting their certifications. 
Alex, do you have do you have everything you need for that? Because I have people that probably want to do their um, certification that are employees. Are we ready to uh, go? Yeah, we're just about ready to go. We just have to get the affidavit approved by Bill and Leilani, uh, and then we can basically start getting – and then we have to set the rules like um, – an employee can only be certified if the owner is certified as well, um, and stuff like that. Okay. Well, once we put those, yeah, yeah, we just have to we just have to have a meeting with Leilani and Bill and get that all um, set in stone. Okay. Okay. Thank you. It's gonna be after the after the event. What was that, Christy? It's gonna be after the event, after the convention. It's looking so with the convention being only 25 days away, um, okay. we're really uh, going to have to buckle down. It's probably going to be after the Kentucky event. Uh, actually, if they're both in uh, in Orlando, you should probably just do a quick sit down and do it that way and get it taken care of. Yeah, a quick face-to-face -face meeting. That'd be a, that's another option as well. I think that's a great idea. Since they both will. Uh, actually, I know Leilani's going. I'm, is Bill Booz going? Uh, I was under the impression he was, unless that has changed. But like I say, if he's there, if she's there, let's let's not drag it out any longer than necessary. Let's do the face to face and get it done. Yeah, I think that's a great idea, Tony. I had asked Bill to teach, and he indicated to me that he wasn't coming, but things, you know, things change at the same time, so. Okay. Um, I'll get in contact. Hey, guys. I haven't, I haven't spoken I'm, to him in, in a month and a half, so. Hey, I just want everyone to know Ron's with me. He just stepped in the room, okay? Say that again. I said Ron's with me. He just stepped in the room. So don't talk about Ron. <laughs> yeah. Certification committee met. The rules are done. There was three specific changes. Everything else was staying the same. Do you have those changes recorded, or do you have to go back and look at the, the call? I'd have to go back and look at the call. Okay. We need to stop doing that because there was three specific changes, and that's all there was. And they agreed to lay, they agreed to leave all of the rules that are currently under position of the uh, same as the contractor. But they also, also our struggle, and I think you understand this. We have a commitment to the paying contributing member first. Reality. Are you ready to take employees over contributing paying members prior to this convention? Alex, just be honest. No. Then quit telling these folks that you're thinking about getting this or we're having this done. Your committee said it wouldn't be prepared or ready until after the convention. You agreed with them because you were already struggling with the people that were certified now because you just have to tell the board, how much is the certification process stepped up now? It went from a couple of months to what, seven a week? Yeah. A lot of people so, are trying to get that. So you're not, so there's, it's just not possible. It's, 
Can you imagine adding employees? Some of those guys are bringing 10 people. What's the most employee you've got listed for the off the top of your head? What's the most what? Employees that are coming with a company. The most? I don't know. Taylor? Again, I know the other day one guy was bringing seven people. Those are employees, guys, when they're bringing additional attendees. Got his pulse on that or not? No, I'm talking about just continuing with five or six. Tanner says five or six. Okay, there's what we're asking. There you go. So do you want to deal with the five or six additional at the event? Or do you think poor Nicole on appointment only is going to barely have enough room to take care of contributors, right? Yeah, it's going to be. Explain to the board members that you have one person taking care of certification and Tanner's a backup when he's not selling. Isn't that how that's going to be managed? Yeah. Okay. And I hate saying this, but we I'm not going to mention any names. You mentioned the names. We've all agreed that there's no assistance from that person. Do I have to mention the name? Nope. Okay. So we've all agreed that that person was not going to be affiliated or given a position like that because of certain reasons, right? Correct. Okay. So please... Please let's let's keep that clean like that because we want to remain this event to be a positive light. Speaking of that, are you going to deal with that unnamed any people again? You need to tell the president that there are people that are refusing to wear the new badge. How, and, and are you going to let it slide or are you going to stand on it? And that needs to really be stated right now today. Doesn't matter who the people are, Alex. You're on yeah. recording. It's just explain that that's what. Well, I think Raymond Burke already said there's a zero tolerance for the badges. Correct. What and and just just enlighten me. People are refusing to wear the new badges because why? Some people don't like the new logo. That's it. So they've been a member for years. They feel that the old badge is good enough, and they don't want to wear the new badge. Well, that's childish and probably unacceptable. You're kidding, right? No. That's ridiculous. It may sound ridiculous, but you but ridiculousness is is that if you're going to really have a zero tolerance policy, then you're going to have a zero tolerance policy. Um, no new badge, no admittance. He came up with a real clean system for this, and I think Alex needs to get an approval. We take the old badge, we hand him a paper badge, and we tell him you're taking the you're taking the old badge so that they can take them back in collection and get a new one out to them as soon as they hit the ground back in Phoenix. Is that going to be the policy, Alex? Yep, and we have to go over that with Don and Abigail. 
Does your board unanimously approve of that policy? I do. I do. Is anyone in the policy of making a vote on it? I got a better policy. If you don't want to wear the badge, turn your ass around, go to Orlando International Airport, hop on a flight, and see ya. I'm I'm with I'm, I'm with Ray on that one. I'm with Raymond on that one. What was that, Ron? Do you have the new badge, Raymond? I don't have a badge yet, no. Can you please get Raymond a badge? I know that you packed his in the cases, but can you get Raymond a new badge and anybody else that wants to make a video about the new badge and the old badge? Maybe a new badge and an old badge video should be made stating that this is our policy for the convention and that we need to, we need to make sure that, you're, that, you, that everyone has a new badge. If you plan on coming to the show, you must get registered or you're going to be in a long line to wait for a paper badge because the old badge will not be accepted for entry. Is that a possibility you can make that video, Ray? But not make a 20-minute rant, rant video really quickly, a one-and-a-minute-half video that Alex could blast on a text module and make sure that the contributing membership understands your policy. Yeah. Anybody else want to do it so Alex can get you a new badge? I've got, I've got both my badges. I can do the video if you want. Great. So Raymond and Tony are going to do it. Anybody else? Okay. I mean, and is this is 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 this a battle worth? And I'm just asking, is this a battle worth having with some of the membership? Yes or no? I mean, I, and I know my thoughts on it, but oh. battle, Raymond. Raymond, if you make the video, it won't be a battle. It will just be a and no ruckus. If you don't make the video, we're going to have ruckus about it. Got it. All right, well, I'll make the video. That's what I'm trying to prevent. You know, we, you'll shut the peanut gallery down. Got a leak or something? You say, you, if you're planning on wearing the old badge, don't come. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, that's it. This is our new, this, this is our new brand, and that's it. And let me tell you something. I think that on everywhere that logo has been presented so far, and I've seen it on trucks and everything else, I think it's much better than the old logo. Yeah. That didn't like the logo at first that are now saying that the, the, the change was right. They see it. Yeah, it, it's a very professional, clean-looking logo. I couldn't tell what the other logo was unless I was a member. That's that was the problem. If American we, Express gives you another credit card, are you going to cut it? Are you not going to use it? Doesn't even make any sense to me. Yeah, they just have to be presented with here's 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 our policy. Here's you know you can you can follow the policy or not. You get that choice. It's just you, you have the consequences for your choice.
Is William Davis on the call? Yep, I'm here. Are you going to go over that new logo policy, William? Oh. I sent it to you to look at. I'm going to make sure everything's in line as far as my information is that my information is correct. It looks wonderful. If Alex could now just get the web guy to put a page up with the permissions on it, and they can just check a box, I think it. I think it's perfect. I don't know how much you got on the agenda, but that logo thing really, really needs to be up prior to the convention. And I know you got a lot of things going on, but William did all the work for you. All you really needed the images from Eddie, and then showing that what our you know, we don't have to have the coding and stuff done because our dates for that is January 1st, and we can get it done sooner because we know we've got the new website in the works. But the reality of this is is that at least members should be able to get the um, one for graphics only and that this will not be allowed to be used on the web right now because we're of what we're planning to do with it. Um, I'm going to run over this really fast so that everybody understands why it's not a simple release on this logo. We have to have a user agreement. We have to have them agree that they're not going to use the logo on the web without being coded. The code will be driven from their individual directory listing where they log in and they get the code. That way we know if there's a logo up without code, it's counterfeited. Does everybody understand that? Yep. Is that a good yep. idea? Does everybody love that? Yep. It's fantastic. So everybody loves it. Wonderful. So that's the reason that we can't have this logo released to anyone without agreeing to that. Otherwise, we're going to see it everywhere on the web again, and then it's going to get really difficult to manage it. Plus, it's a huge benefit to the member because once the logo is coded, that's going to drive the customer right back to their directory listing. That's where it's going to go. So it's going to be a verification also of either their certification or that they're a current member in good standing. So that's the whole ideology of that. However, if we get the user agreement up, they can have the logo for print material only right now until we get the coded logo up for website. And that's what William's taking the time to actually draft all that up and get that taken care of. And William, that was fast. Thanks. Oh, you're welcome. So, Alex, it's up to you now just to get Mike to get a page with permissions. I think Mike already has the page with permissions, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Okay, so it's just a matter of getting Williams up there. If if Williams is a start and a work in progress and we've got to tweak what he's got, that'll that'll be okay. We'll tweak it as we as we see that there's a need. But I think that we need to get that up so that members can start getting a, a vector file for their print material. When do you think you could have this accomplished? By next Friday? Will William or Ron send me that agreement then? William will take care of it with you. He's got it. Okay, then I can get it up by Friday, yeah. Okay. And, 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 and figure it out. Is there going to be a dilemma with users trying to log in because they don't know their passwords? Um, older members 
yes, probably. Newer members all received an email uh, with their username and password and member okay. number and all that good stuff. Don't forget when you launch an email, please remind them for the recovery for their password. Include that link. It's important. Otherwise, you're going to take phone calls like you won't believe. Yeah. And if they can't figure it out, obviously Tanner or Hannah will help them. And you should probably leave Tanner's number in there to text him if they're having problems. Only if you say it. Only if they're having issues. That way they understand they need to take a crack at it themselves. Uh, well, I guess the, the other major discussion would be the election process. And if we're going Mike to. Mike sent me that, and that's all underway, and the committee. Uh, everybody's committed except Charlie. I might need a replacement on Charlie. And I can start the nominations on Monday. I want to start them this last Monday, but I'll have to start them this Monday or Tuesday. And everybody, does everybody understand who the election officers are? Why don't you... I don't know if we did it in the board of directors meeting at any time, but why don't you state for the record, Alex, right now, that it's John Orr, Guy Blackman, and Charlie. I'm not taking off it until I actually receive a note. Is that Charlie Soden? Charlie Soden, yes. Okay. And past president oversights that. Doug's declined it, so I'm going to go ahead and take the oversight for for the elections committee. Here's here's some of my questions that I have, and I'm glad Tony's on this call. George is not here. Right? Correct. Was did did John miss the meeting in Houston when we put those things in action as far as? The recommendations. Did you miss that meeting, John, or were you there? In Houston, I don't remember that. Okay, you missed that meeting. I thought you missed uh, it because you were at Cairo. That's right. Yes, that's correct. Oh, okay. So Raymond was there and Tony was there. The things that were because we haven't put the policy out on this, and the election committee needs to know the policy. And I know we're going to have to go back to the minutes. Was was the policy ever blessed and put into action, Tony? Uh, yes, it was blessed. We did it that day. Can you review those things for me so that I know we uh, established that you needed to be a certified member to run for a nominated spot, that you need to be a member for two years to do so, that you needed to commit to at least two face-to-face -face meetings every year, that you needed to commit to at least three events every year. Is that uh, on top of 
two face-to-face meetings? No. The face-to-face can't include that. Okay. So your, your total commitment for events for a year as a board of directors would be three. Two of those being face-to-face Raymond, what you found? Yeah. Is that, is that, What's that? Is that what you is that is that is that what you think it was? I, I don't know. I haven't been able to hear anything for the last couple of minutes uh, with that background noise. Say we got we got on on requiring them to be qualified to be nominated. They have to be certified. There's a problem with that in itself. Who on this board of directors is not certified at this time? Me. Me. Jeremy. William Davis. Tanner, are you listening? Yeah, he is. Sorry, we were muted. Tanner, write down William Davis. Write down who else? Who is me? Jeremy. Who else? Pat Clark. Who else is not certified? That's it? Tanner. You've got to reach out to these three members, and you have to hold their hand all the way through the process. And here's the thing. They all better have taken the test by next Thursday because as we're going to be humming on this uh, election thing, we need to unequivocally, one, they need, we need to have a badge going out to every board member that's certified, which is, which is going to be all of them. All of them need to be wearing their certified badges. In So Raymond has pictures. Don't send Raymond. Send him a regular badge, too. But make sure Raymond has his certified badge also, Tanner, for that for that video. Okay. Um, you've, got, you've got pictures of Raymond. You don't need to wait. Just post his picture for himself. All right. Are you talking about Jeremy Dent when you say Jeremy? No, Jeremy Jennings. Jeremy Jennings. No, your board, your boss, Jeremy Jennings, the guy that's yeah. on the phone. You know who your bosses are? Go to the James DC where you have three pictures. He's a funny looking tan guy with with a salmon in his hand. <laughs> hey Jeremy, I'll just reiterate, that affected sales when we laid off of that social media. Gotcha. Can can we just elect to pay Jeremy to do this, guys? I'm dead serious, on the record. What would you charge to manage this monthly, Jeremy? It's I'm already convinced that we we could save thousands of dollars. We blew eighteen grand last year in postage. <laughs> We spent we spent one hundred and twenty dollars so far. <laughs> I, I understand. That's why I'm um, saying it's going to take. I, I don't know. What, I mean, whatever whatever you guys whatever they vote on being fair. I mean, you know, I'm not here to take money from from the org. You know, so I'm I'm here to 
to help out. Well, help us out in what what would you charge for this service from a client, and we'll pay half. (laughs) I'm afraid to tell you what I would have to charge if somebody wanted me to do this, but... (laughs) I mean, if it's in the budget, I mean, whatever, dude. I mean, 400 bucks a month or something, I mean, that'd be fine. Make it worth my time a little bit. Can I get a motion to approve that $400 to Jeremy to manage all the Facebook, social media? Second. Alex, this is where you're supposed to come in and discuss it. Yes. Uh, is there any reason why somebody, why we shouldn't pay Jeremy Jennings $400 a month to manage our Facebook ads? Now, are we going, is this going to be, this part of the discussion, this is Raymond Burke, is this going to be a recurring all month, all year long, every month for for a consistent social media campaign that we're running for the UAMCC, or is this only for convention time, uh, or will we also be doing this with regional events, et cetera, et cetera? What what are we doing? May I answer the question for you? May I answer that, Raymond? It's yeah. going to be for Houston getting customers, getting talking about events. We're going to do the full scope, aren't we, Jeremy? Yeah, whatever you guys want me to run and promote at that time is what I'll be running. So right now everything's running for the national convention, and then I have um, Ron sent me some of the regional events that are coming up after that that we're going to be promoting. You know, if we want to drive um, sign-ups like actual members, we can do that. You know, you guys tell me what you want to do, and I'll do it. Alex, so what are got, you going to why you join video, right? Say that again. There's two people talking. I couldn't understand. So we're going to make why you should join video, and Tanner and Alex mm-hmm. are going to make that one, and they're going to keep it very short. We're going to also yeah. make that one. And then when they start seeing great testimonial videos that are short, they're going to give those to you as well. Perfect. Yep. The videos, videos are our best bang for the buck as far as not spending a lot of money, but able to get a lot of engagement, especially when I put the subtitles on the videos, which is what, what I did on that first video. And that, that actually helps a lot because a lot of people don't watch, you know, with the sound on and uh, the videos are definitely a lot, a lot easier to promote than the pictures that are like that you guys are trying to have Ryan Kettering do. It's just, it's a lot, a lot cheaper to get, get the videos in front of people. So that's a great idea. <clears throat> And Raymond, this isn't an increase in budget. I want I want to make sure that when you actually clarify the motion, it's not going to increase anything. We're going to reduce the budget from the organization's postage, which is how much a month, Alex? Let's see if you remember the number. Is that with? So that would be no, no, Alex. Alex, listen to my words again. We're going to reduce the budget only from the UAMCC copper, not other postage programs. Now, tell me what the budget is monthly. Isn't that 850? Correct. So we're going to reduce it to 450, and we're going to divert the 400 dollars to the social media program. Good. By the way, 
We have an $8,000 budget approved to promote safety and awareness aside from uh, this also. So we, we have actual ad money that's sitting in the wings that we've put aside that, we're, that we've already budgeted for. So Jeremy has lots of money. Of course, we're holding him to a $20 a day tolerance right now. But if we can prove on a track record that indeed that did bring in sales like Alex is, Alex is suspective of, when Jeremy did that, we were on a 1.1 member per day increase. Now we, because we laid off a week, what happened, Alex? Uh, we went back down. I think we went on a dry a streak for five days without a member. Correct. <laughs> and then Jeremy started again, and we got two the next day. Bam. Do you see that, Jeremy, and how important it is? Yeah, yep, definitely. You don't want to see any more lulls because, I mean, it, this is unbelievable. Here's something you didn't tell the peanut gallery here, Jeremy. When you put that like list in that we gave you, you got 2,400,000 like profiles, right? Yep, for the for uh, U.S. only, uh, 2.4 million and change. That's insane. Insane. Huge. You also, Tanner, you there? Yeah. Hey, tell them about your reports and how they went down since he, since we saw the social media going. Tell them how much it went up and how much it's gone down now. So we've been seeing a steady increase of people now that we've been really focusing on spacing out and methodically getting out all this different media for the convention. We're seeing a steady rise in about 15 to 20 people a day, even now that we have the – and that's without even registering all the speakers, board of directors, all of our associates and their employees. So we're already over 780 people, and that's before even registering all of our speakers and stuff like that. So that's not even a Ron number. Yeah. Unbelievable. Good job. Thanks. Nice job, guys. Nice job. In the middle of this motion, guys, for this social media thing, it's really not an increase. It's probably the right thing to do. But I don't want to forget to talk about that tax thing, and then I'm going to let you guys carry on with your meeting. But I think you need to carry this motion out and get it done and, and get it to be a wrap. Well, that's all I have for discussion, just making sure so we can justify the membership that, hey, look, the stuff that we do, you know, we're doing every month on this different promotion, so perfect. I'm satisfied with it. It sounds awesome. I'm ready to call the question if somebody wants to. Waiting on you for a vote there, Al. Okay. Uh, so just say uh, yay or nay. Uh, to paying Jeremy Jennings $400 a month to manage the Facebook ads. Um, William Davis. Social media, because he's got some other cool ideas, too. To manage social media. Okay, let me repeat that. So, to pay Jeremy Jennings $400 a month to manage social media, just yay or nay, uh, if you're for it or against it. William Davis? Yay. John Carmison? Yes. Christy White? Yay. Tony Evans? 
Yay. Jeremy Jennings. Am I allowed to vote? I, I think we're going we're gonna to sustain you from voting here. <laughs> Thanks. Raymond Burke. Yay. So. It's up staying. One, two, three, four. Five yeses. Zero noes. Um, so the voting has passed. Um, so we'll start paying Jeremy $400 for to manage social media. It hey, this is on record, guys. Um, and according to the Roberts Rules of Order, you approved minutes without an executive, enough executive members present. I just want to let you guys know that. I highly recommend that you re-bless the minutes the next time you have three executives present along with two regular board members. And I highly suggest that when you bless these minutes again, that you make sure that that happens because technically right now, vote doesn't mean anything under the Roberts Schools of Order because you don't have three executives and two regular board members. Tony Evans, I am shocked that you are not on top of that. Well, I haven't seen these uh, these uh, new or altered uh, 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 bylaws that you tell me about, so all I have to function on is what's up on the website, which clearly states a majority of board of directors, not a majority of executive boards. So, sorry, sorry if I, uh, I'm not up to speed on that. Tony? has nothing to do it has nothing to do with the bylaws. It has to do with Robert's rules of order and the way the state of California in your domicile, you can't make the decisions without three executives and two regular board members present. It's I have to look that one up again because I thought it was I thought even there a set of majority of the board of directors that did specify the executive did it. No, in a quorum, a legal quorum is three executives and two regular board members. All right, I'll have to brush up on that one. But, but I'm going to tell you guys this. It's okay if you bless these minutes. In other words, if George and Patrick are there and the minutes are blessed and you have a quorum, it happens regardless of the fact that it was legit on this vote. Do you guys understand that part? Yeah. Yep. The minutes that were blessed today, technically, somebody can look at the roll call and say technically they were they were approved illegally. So you're operating out of order and it's invalid, yeah. Alex is going to re-put those minutes up again. He'll leave them as approved in this document, but he'll put them up for reapproval as soon as he has a full quorum. That way they'll be legitly approved. Okay? This has nothing to do with bylaws. This is state law in the domicile we preside in. Shouldn't the bylaws represent that? They they should, but they don't. 
and should we have that updated? If you'd like to get that changed, William, we can put you on that. What do I need to do? I'm not in California. (laughs) You would have to you would have to get um, two thirds member voting to change it. Good luck with that. Correct. Okay. But but let me explain that. It's not as tough as you think it is. So if 10 people vote, all you need to do is six and one quarter percent agree, and that's over two-thirds. So you don't need 800 people. You just would, need a two-thirds among voting members. Make sense? Yep. So if you, to make it simpler, if you had three people voting, mm-hmm. you just need two to two to agree with it. I'll tell you what, I'll work with Tony on that. Maybe we can get that passed. We'll look at it. it. It opens up a whole new can of worms, though, because then you get a, a, a specific faction that wants something changed in the bylaws. All they got to do is show up for a vote, and the other members don't. we got to pass. But it's still got to go through us, right? No. That's a coup. It's a, a member vote. It changes things in the bylaws. If you put it up in the member's vote, it doesn't go the way we thought it would. Yeah. It's still approved. Hey, guys. It's Sorry I was late. I got hung up with the client. Up, That's okay, right? Okay, so it looks did like that, we're going to have to re Did that motion pass then? Did I miss that? Did it pass? Yes, it did. Yeah. For the Jeremy okay. Denning. Yeah. Did, everybody re- did everybody listen to that audio on the tax thing? I just want to make sure. Yes. I did. Yeah. Just say if you didn't listen to it, say it. It's easier if you didn't listen. Who didn't listen? I didn't. I didn't. Okay, who's I? William and Will. William Davis. Hello, guys. Who was the other one that didn't listen? William and? Alex. Okay, Alex. Okay. Well, you already know Alex, so you don't need to listen to it. Okay. Real quickly. I put the CPA on getting that corrected on the website. We were told by the IRS that it would automatically fix itself. It hasn't. So he's going to get stern with them for the incorrect information. I have no idea what that's going to cost us, but we got to get it removed. Here's my other Here's my other thing that you guys might want to think about. Um, Who's reporting to those private agencies the false information? And what is our opinion? Well, I don't want an opinion. I would like to have, I would like to see the org go to those agencies 
and demand the information either through an SOA or a subpoena, one of the two. It's not a joke, guys. Somebody's, somebody's trying to make the UMCC look in a bad light, and if you can expose it, it would stop it. Right. We'd also have a case for a libel lawsuit. Um, so, at what point? When was the last time it was it was it was in, it was reported by someone? Raymond, I haven't. Those sites are non-contactable by phone. So, somebody has had to draft up a long email or a certified letter and send it to the company to get that information. I mean, you're not going to get. Those watchdog sites are that anybody reports information to them, they just put it up. That's their source. Right. Will that be released on a on a Freedom of Information Act or whoever reported it or not? I, I, I thought I didn't know they would do that, but uh, if if we can find that out, you know, I, I'd love to I'd love to see it. Raymond, we could send a subpoena. It doesn't cost that much. I mean, if we did it okay. ourselves, we did it ourselves. Right. I don't know if you guys are aware um, of that. You have a lawyer to send a subpoena. You go down and file it at the court and record it, and you have somebody serve it. It costs 75 bucks. Where would it have to be filed at? Whatever state that they're in, more than likely. Whatever state where who is in, I'm the sorry, West, uh, the IRS might reside, because that would be the court over over their jurisdiction. Okay. You mean the watchdog site, the watchdog's website, right? Any of them, yes. Um, I mean, if this were all of our personal business and somebody was reporting false information, all of us would be protecting that information and we would be on top of it. It's our job as UMCC leaders and directors to handle this in some capacity because it keeps coming up and it is and it is affecting it. You had members calling you you guys scandalous, unbelievable, shyster. Right. Um, yeah, so we need to look at, yeah, I mean, if, if, if we can get that, if we can get, find out who, who's doing that, I, I'd love, I'd love to do that. I would absolutely love to do it. I, I think I need to, so, just, the, the, I'll, I'll call you after the board of directors, but yeah, I think I'll, I'll, I'll research this, find out what to do. Ron, I'll call you uh, later this afternoon, okay? We'll just table this till next time, but but I'll, I'll do some homework on it. Okay. Everybody not reassured we are a not-for-profit and you don't believe that recording, stay on the phone for an hour and a half yourself and listen to it because you guys need to understand that we have never been revoked, never. Our status is good and clean. And that's it. Those are the facts. And yep. I got to tell you something else. Alex, how much does this cost the UAMCC from a professional tax position so far just because 
we thought it was screwed up, and it's not. Go ahead and give these gentlemen the, the amount of money we wasted on this. Like paid the CPA? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't work for free. That was uh, in between 800 and 900 bucks just to pay him. Correct. Just to, just to untangle the web, which was what? It wasn't, there was nothing wrong with it. Now, we paid, we paid some other fees in there for some other services, but here now we've hired them again to, to, to basically put a strong arm on the IRS to make sure that any mistakes are removed because the transcripts don't show them that way. There's our other alternative, too. We could make the entire transcripts public on our tax exemption page. That's another thing. But the problem with releasing that is that's information that we don't have to release. We could, but we don't. We shouldn't. We shouldn't. It's more beneficial for the org if we go after the individuals that, or individuals that are spreading this and, and make them pay for what they want. Anyways, don't want to waste any more of your guys' time on this. We're on it, and we're trying to get it rectified and fixed. So we, just don't, we don't need any more misdirection. And you guys as board members, though, you need to stand stern on that you're aware of, uh, of these watchdog sites reporting incorrectly and that it's incorrect information, period. Thank you, Ron. Okay, I believe that's all <clears throat> that we're going to discuss today. We ran a little over time. Sorry, guys. Um, hey, we gotta, I, hey, Alex, we've got to discuss the convention in February. Yes, um, uh, right now. Can we, it, well, since we don't have three executives, we can't vote on it anyway, so. Um, Christy, we talked a little bit about it last meeting. It was actually already on the discussion. Um, basically, right. all it says right now is Charleston convention in February. And right now it's pending on the Orlando Convention. Um, if you want to go into a little bit more detail on what exactly it's pending on, we can do that. Um, I would just like to be able to announce it, if we're going to move forward, announce it at the Orlando Convention so that way we can keep the momentum going for us and have people able to register right away. It shouldn't be a problem as long as it turns out like, like you think, correct, Alex? If we have to... It won't be a problem if we can get um, two or three of our big associates to commit to some big booths. Um, then that would cover the cost, and we can move ahead. If we can't get these associates to commit to these big booths, um, then it could become a problem and um, might actually lose us revenue um, if we can't make it as big as we as we want it to. So that's that's what it would do. Do we need to wait then on their their committal, or can you get can you get a feeler from them, um, or do you think they're waiting to see how many people show up at the expo? I, I think I think they're waiting. I know we have one of the associates committed. Um, I know Ron wanted to go to the event and get these associates to sign a contract for February, um, so that we can basically pay pay all the costs that we need to pay. 
So in theory, in theory, the last day of the expo, we could announce it if we have those three on the hook. Yeah. If if they've signed the the intent, then we can go ahead and move forward and announce it once they sign it. The problem is, is that we're going to lose our intent to the price and the venue. It won't be if 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 a decision is not made to at least lock the hotel up for another 30 days and risk losing a deposit if it doesn't carry through, we're we're you're going to lose the deal on the on the venue. So then it what do we need to make that deal happen? And lose the risk of them renting the space. So what do we need to do to to, to lock that up? Do we have to put a deposit down? We would we would have to ask them to commit uh, to another 30 days of allowing us, but I already know they're going to say we can do that only with a forfeiture of a deposit because they're not going to keep space locked up for us on on a, on a promise. It's not going to happen. So, worst case scenario, how big a forfeiture of deposit would that be? Three thousand. So, does anybody else, uh, you know, object to risking three thousand dollars, you know, on this uh, keeping that that option open? This is the kind of game that you have to play if we want to have these events scheduled eighteen, nineteen, twenty. We can't wait on, I mean, and I understand Alex is right. We're, we don't have 100000 in reserve, so he's worried about, hey, if we go there, we can lose money. That's his job. But on the, on the turn code of this thing is, is if you want to keep people saying, well, the UCC doesn't do anything for 90 days out to an event and then tells us about it, that's what we're always going to be. And, that, and, and I think Christy now, because she's involved with doing the events, I don't think she wants the event to be like that. I think she wants to know where we're going in 2018, 19, and 20 and be able to have people know these things in advance. That's correct. I, and I absolutely agree with that. I have no problem with us dropping the deposit because I'm sick and tired of hearing the whining, too, that, oh, you know, they, they, don't, they don't know where we're going. It's always last minute. And I think this allows us to one-up everybody else to be ahead of the game on everybody else as well. Here's my problem. I'm not hearing anybody else, Tony. What, is, what does everybody else think? I, I agree. I mean, I know that we lost. I know that we lost people to um, SADS events this year because um, they had said, oh, it you know, seemed like we didn't know what was going on, you know, with the UAMCC. I mean, and, and God knows it's probably, the, you know, the same jackasses that are out there mis, mis, misreporting information about us, too. But, you know, people are, are, are oh, are they even going to have a convention or when is a convention? We don't know. We don't know anything about it. So, yeah, the, the farther out we can do it, the, the, the better off we are. Um, do other conventions plan their conventions around ours? No. Well, the PWNA just moved their convention to be a couple days right before ours. So 
you're influencing people because they see shitty people. You do this ahead of time, you guarantee others are going to try to put something here. Yep. Yeah, that was my impression. Is there any to talk about this off record? Well, we can't uh, we can't get it approved anyways without having um, enough executive bodies here. Um, it looks like if we're going to want to move forward on this, our next meeting, we're going to have to have another um, BOD meeting. It's not going to be a business meeting so that we can get the past minutes reapproved uh, when we have enough executive bodies and we can start moving forward on the Charleston Convention. It sounds like the people here want to do the $3,000 deposit, uh, and then we'll see if we can get the intent from the other associates. But without the executive bodies, you know, there's there really is no reason to continue, you know, talking about it when this meeting has gone for an hour and 21 minutes already. Hey, Raymond. Yeah. Raymond. If I yeah. can get her, if I can get her to prove a thousand dollars instead of three, do I have your permission, financial director, to put that thousand dollars? Yes, you do. Can you can you note that Raymond Burke has authorized a thousand dollar deposit in the in the minutes? He doesn't need anybody's vote, but I want that on record, Alex. And then make sure George, you make sure that you make sure George knows that, that Ray did that. Okay. We don't need the other financial officer not to know what the other one's doing. And then George calls me in the middle of the night, what's this $1,000 from the hotel in Charlotte? Are you on vacation, Ron? <laughs> Anyway, does that cover things for you, Christy? Do what? Does that cover the, the point you want to get? Can I make a motion to end the meeting? Can I get a second? Seconded. Uh, was that Tony Evans? It was. <laughs> okay. Um, the meeting has officially ended on September 21st, 2017 at 2.09 p.m. Eastern Time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.